Are you ready to make the right moves and unlock your passion? Welcome to From the Inside Out with your host, Carla D. Walker. To be your best self in your personal life and your business life, all you need to do is look within yourself. Now, here is Carla D. Walker. Good morning, world. How are you this morning? Thank you so much for today. I hope that uh, this is a great day for you. It's a beautiful day here in the Sunshine State. If you are in your car and you're on your way to work, please drive safely and have a fantastic day. And if you're just waking up, I hope that we bring you some uh, great news and some information that's going to make your day even better. Please say thank you today. Make sure you show your gratitude uh, for the the last day in April uh, that we are in. My wish for you today is that you go, that you know that no matter, that that you know that you matter, uh, that you know and understand that you are loved, that you feel that you are loved, that life is good, And that you are perfect in your imperfection. My wish for you is that you let go of any negative thoughts, anything negative that happens to you today or that may happen to you today. And embrace the good and the positive in your life. I'm wondering, what are you going to do today that makes a positive influence or have a positive impact on someone else. Our show today, as we're going to get right into it, we've got a lot to cover, is about strategies that can change your business. And I'm wondering, as I think about this, and and if you don't have a business, maybe you're thinking about getting a business, or perhaps you have a small business and you're just starting, or you've been in business for a while and you're trying to figure out how to get to that next level, how do I go to that next stage. My guest, John D. Allen, is a business strategist, and he's written a nice little book called Unlocking the Hidden Treasures in Your Business. Eight Proven Strategies for Unlocking the Secrets. And John says that he can increase your revenue by 10000 to 50000 in less than 45 minutes. So listen up. John's got a lot to say. And we're here to talk with John about it. John, how are you doing today? Super good, but I'll get better. Always room for improvement. You know, I really like what you just said there, Carla. That That is great. You know, and thank you for that book. And also, for all your great listeners, all they got to do is go to the link on the bottom of your page, and they can download a copy of that ebook. You know, that is ah. my gift to everybody. Fantastic. And one, one other thing, for those of you that stay on till the end of this call, I have another unannounced bonus for you. So, John, you just went out just a little bit, and what he said was he's got another unannounced gift 
that he's going to give to you at the end of the call. So stay tuned. Carl, I'd like to share just a bit with your listeners about me before we get started so they know where I come from. That's great. I, uh, I was one of these workaholics and 12, 14, 16 hours a day, six, seven days a week. And I really thrived on it. And on December 4, 2000, the big guy decided to teach me a lesson. On that day, I suffered a major brain aneurysm where I was given less than a 10% chance to live. And if I did live, the odds were 85% against me living any kind of a normal life. Mm. After spending the next four weeks in intensive care and then Mm. another week and a half in observation, Mm. I was released from the hospital. And on the way home from the hospital... As I was going over the South Saskatchewan River in Saskatchewan, Canada, I looked up and I made the big guy a promise that if he would let me live, I would spend the rest of my life helping small business owners get the most out of their businesses. Wow. The reason for that was my darling wife had had a small business, unlike, you know, not unlike a lot of other folks, was always up and down, never could count on uh, reliable income. Yeah, mm-hmm. some months there was more month than money, and other months there, the money outlasted the month. So what mm-hmm. I decided as I was recovering is that I would help her and then other small businesses. Mm-hmm. As I recovered, I was able to help my wife get her business back on track and keep it that way. I did end up having to go back to my corporate job. The big change that I made going back there was instead of the 12, 14, 16 hours a day, I went back to working eight hours a day, five days a week. Mm-hmm. That was a real shock to my system. <laughs> I, I started doing my coaching part-time. One of my first clients was a guy named Greg Wright. He sold uh, heavy trucks in Calgary, mm-hmm. like your dump trucks, your, your semi-tractors, and that type of thing. When I started working with Greg, he was averaging 36000 a year on his draw. And after we worked together for only five months, his income was at 104000 for the year. Wow. He, he did this just through a couple strategies I shared with him. And one of the big ones was asking for referrals. So, you know, mm-hmm. that's just one of the things to help people get going. So uh, referrals are, are so key to um, to the business. But uh, can you, for those listeners who might not know, can you just give us a quick uh, definition of what is a business strategist and why would I use one for my business? Uh, a business strategist, basically, what I help do is I help share different strategies and ideas with you that help you grow your business. Basically, it's a business coach. Okay. Now, most people, they don't wake up in the morning and say, oh, gee, I want to go, I should go hire a business coach. Mm-hmm. Most business owners are wake up at 2 o'clock in the morning staring at the ceiling saying, how do I make payroll? How do I pay the expenses this month? And they're just agonizing over it. So by sharing these strategies, that helps the individual solve that problem once and for all. And these strategies that we're talking about are things that can be shared by 
someone who has, you know, many employees or who are just sole proprietors who don't have any employees at all, correct? Correct. It can be, they can be used in any business of any okay. size. Okay. All right. So I just wanted to make sure that our listeners were on the same page and and understood um, what uh, the kind of work that you do and the benefit of having um, for having someone who's a business strategist. So I'm sorry. So you know, in your in your book, in your ebook, you also uh, one of the first things you talk about is marketing versus advertising. What's the difference in the first place? You know, I think people think of marketing and advertising as the same thing. That is uh, a misconception. Marketing is basically, that can be your flyers, that can be your elevator pitch, that can be any brochures, that can be anything you use to promote your business. Whereas advertising basically is uh, something on the internet, on radio, TV, whatever. There's also a big difference in advertising. There's two different types. You've got tactical and strategic. Tactical mm. is the ads that you see virtually on TV, radio, and uh, newspapers today. That's, here's my product, buy it. Strategic mm. advertising or strategic marketing, that's where you deal with the person's hot buttons. What's in it for me? And that's mm. everybody's favorite radio station, W-I-I-F-M. <laughs> you know, whenever we go to look at anything or buy anything, it's what's in it for me. Right. So... That's the hot button, one of the hot buttons that you need to deal with when you're talking to your prospects because they buy results. Results, mm-hmm. results, results. Mm-hmm. That's what they're interested in is what's in it for me. So when you're promoting your products and service, talk to them about the results they get. As a business strategist, do you usually work with people after they've started a business or are these things you talk about to them or with them uh, as they're beginning to get their business un- underway? When is, I guess what I'm asking you, when is the best time to use someone like yourself? I personally like to work with the business once they've been going for one to three years. And okay. the reason for that is they've discovered by that point that A, they don't know everything. <laughs> B, that just because they hung their shingle out doesn't mean people are going to flock to them. Okay. And C, they're usually ready for help. Now, to answer your question, anybody, and especially somebody starting up a business, they should uh-huh. spend some time before they start talking to other people that have already done what they want to do okay. so they don't make the same errors. Okay. Okay. All right. So going back to um, your discussion on marketing and advertising, you talked about tactical and and strategic uh, advertising. Um, and you talked about, I think you mentioned leads. Um, yep. What's the, the best way uh, to increase, uh, and I'm going to use the term market share or your customer um, uh, band, bandwidth? Uh, is, it, is it if we focus on gaining revenue, uh, does that uh, increase uh, uh, the, the customers you get? Or should we, is there a focus more on customers? Or just how does that, what's the best way for that to happen? Well, the two main hot buttons that 
98% of small business owners have are they need more leads and they need more revenue. Mm. Now, when you look at that, you know, what I want to do is share some ideas with you so yeah. that uh, you've got an idea of what leads are and then yeah. what you've got to do to convert those leads into new clients. Mm. As far as revenue goes, you know, once you generate revenue, or sorry, once you ger- generate leads, now you have to convert those leads into clients. Mm-hmm. And when you're looking at converting leads into clients, your business should always be based on value, not price, because people will pay twice as much for four times the perceived value. You know, okay. you want to be a pain pill, not a vitamin. People will uh. do for, you know, a lot more to avoid pain than they ever will to gain pleasure. Okay. So, you know, let's put... Uh, get down in there, say, for, so we can talk about leads and all that, and then we'll talk about revenue. And okay. And then, you know, also people have to realize that just because you've made a sale, you know, mm-hmm. that doesn't mean that's your bottom line profit. Now mm-hmm. you've got your expenses that have to come out of that. Mm-hmm. So profit's the amount you actually get to put in your pocket, you know, after all your expenses and everything else are paid. And right. a lot of people realize, or failed to realize I know that I talk with well gee I just made a sale for a hundred bucks that's my profit no you know that's not because you've still got you know you got salaries to pay you got rent to pay you got phone bills you got utilities you got all these things marketing all that has to come out of that hundred dollars so it's the amount you're left with after you pay that so say you end up with 25% of that Okay, that's your profit in there. Does that make sense? That makes sense to me. I, I, you know, when you were talking about that, what was running in my head was someone saying, always pay yourself first. But that's pay yourself first after you've paid your expenses, yes? I agree with pay yourself first. Yeah, you know, okay. But yes, your, your expenses and your business have to be covered because let's face it, how long is the landlord going to let you keep renting an office if you keep giving yourself, well, I'll give myself 50 bucks and I'll give him 25 and I'll use the other 25 to pay the bills. You're not yeah. going to be in business long or not going to be ready from him long. Right. Very true. Very true. Okay. All right. So take us through uh, an example of, of uh, how you uh, use your leads or uh, and and in terms of building your your customer base and and gaining revenue. Sure, be glad to. Are you? You know, I don't know if, and it's something that's very important that virtually all small business, all business people need to pay attention to, and understand. It's called the eighty twenty rule, and okay. basically what that means, Carla, is usually eighty percent of what businesses are doing generate 20% of their revenue. So you need okay. to concentrate on that last 20%. That, those 20%, that's where the majority of your revenue is created. Mm. And what I found with working with a bunch of partners over all the years is there's five major areas that you need to concentrate on. And that makes up that 20%. And if you concentrate on these five areas, you're going to end up with a growing business, okay? okay? And they are leads, 
conversions, transaction, margins, and profit. You know, okay. pricing, sorry, pricing and profit. Okay. Now, now, in order for you to double your profits and create exponential growth, you got to start with a baseline. What I mean by there is you have to know your exact numbers in each of these five areas. You got to okay. know how many leads you're currently getting, what your conversion rate is, the number of transactions you do with each customer or client, the pricing that you use, and your profit. Now, let's start with leads. If, uh, say your business has a thousand leads and you want to have a 25% increase and your conversion rate on these leads is 25%, jumped ahead of myself here. Your conversion rate is 25%, meaning mm-hmm. that you convert one out of four of those leads. So out of those thousand leads, you end up with 250 customers or clients. Okay. Let's also say the number of their annual transactions per customer is 10 times a year. So you've got 250 customers buying from you 10 times a year. And say they spend an average $100 per transaction. That's going to give you a total annual revenue of $250,000. Would you agree Hmm. with that? Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Now you get to subtract all your good expenses. You know, your rent, your mortgage, your salary, your marketing, your cost of goods, and so on. You know, taking all these into account, let's say your profit margin is 25%. So out of that $250,000, you get to put $62,500 into the bank. Okay. Now, so let's get started, you know, and show you exactly what to do with leads. You know, there's over 30 separate ways that I have that can help you dramatically increase your leads. So, John, before you do that, I just want to make a point of something that you said, which I think we just need to hit on for a second. And that is, you said, one of the things you said, my salary. So when we're saying pay yourself, we don't, often I think uh, small business owners or business owners don't think about themselves as getting a salary, but they should have a salary, correct? Oh, sure. And a lot of business owners, all they've done is buy themselves a job. Yeah. And it pays less than if they're working for somebody else. Yeah. So that that business owner, your time is valuable. Yes, when you start out, you don't have the money to maybe pay yourself the big salary, but make sure you're paying yourself. Because what happens to so many small business owners, Carla, is they're working and working, they're busting their butts and you know, they're going nowhere fast. Right. And they get very discouraged because they're not making any money. Mm. So you got to make sure you pay yourself. That's fantastic. I, I just wanted to make that point because I know so many people don't think about paying themselves. They think about the business. They think about their employees, but they forget they need to include their salary as well. in in those expenses that you're talking about. We're going to come back uh, after the break, and and John, you're going to give us the rundown on, uh, I think you said, uh, before we get to about the leads, and uh, and even, I I, I want to feel like we're going to get into the profit uh, growth calculator that you've got in your book as well. So after we come back for, okay, we'll come back. (laughs) 
Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Please join Dr. Sarah, a.k.a. Dr. Red, on an amazing journey of love, soul, abundance, compassion, and authenticity. Dr. Red is a well-renowned healer, hypnotherapist, author, and speaker who has overcome personal challenges to emerge stronger than ever before to reach out to you and heal you emotionally, mentally, and spiritually for the most informative and enriching experience filled with unbridled laughter and insights on life, health, culture, and society. Tune in to Dr. Red's. Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Empowerment. Are you sick and tired of always struggling to get new customers or clients and having too much month left at the end of the money? Now you can learn the secrets the pros use so you never have to worry about where your next customer or client is going to come from. And you'll solve the cash flow challenges once and for all. Download your free ebook, Unlocking the Hidden Treasures in Your Business. Click the link today in the show link section on Carla Walker's show page. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. Tune into From the Inside Out. To reach Carla Walker or her guest today, call us at 1 888 346 9141. That's 1 888 346 9141. You may also send an email to Carla Walker from the Inside Out at gmail.com. Now back to the show. Hey, welcome back. I'm here with John D. Allen. He's a business strategist, and he's giving us ways to unlock the hidden treasures in our business. And, John, I'm going to let you take it on. Thanks, Carla. You know, let's start with leads. One of the most effective and powerful ways to generate leads is through a direct mail strategy. Now, a direct mail campaign. And a campaign needs multiple mailings because if you do just a single mailing, you know, they don't usually prove to be effective. And, you know, snail mail or white mail or whatever you want to call it, that's coming back into uh, problems because people like to get mail. We all get a gazillion emails a day, and they usually yeah. just get deleted. So one of the things you might want to seriously look at is using snail mail. Hmm. Now, a lot of small businesses won't do a direct mail campaign courtesy of the cost. It can be expected expensive. Now, let's say you want to mail to 25,000 prospects, you know, and you guys in the U.S., you got it made because you can mail out a letter down there for 60 cents. Here in yeah. Canada, it's over a buck. So wow. 25,000 prospects down your way will be $15,000 for mailing. Now, that mm-hmm. can be expensive. Now, yeah. if you take a look at it, a typical response of 4% produces a thousand new leads and if we stick with our original 25 percent uh close rate you're now going to have 250 new customers and at a thousand dollars a piece is going to bring you in another two hundred fifty thousand dollars you know your profit margin 
again, if we stayed with the same 25%, is 62.5. So you've made a good amount of money for your investment. But yes, you know, it is tough to come up with that. One of the strategies that I teach people allows them to execute a direct mail campaign to as many people as they want, and they can do it for free. Mm -hmm. And this strategy, all it requires from the business owner is a minimal amount of their time. So that's a great way to grow your business. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now, you said snail mail, and I immediately thought, well, how is a young business owner going to respond to that? I mean, do you have to do some convincing with that? And I think young business owners, I'm thinking of millennials who probably uh, aren't used to getting mail. Have you worked right, with, with Gar- young, young folks like that too? Sure. Garland, do you know who the fourth largest uh, direct mailer in their category is in the U.S.? No, who? Google. Google. <laughs> Google? Google Google knows not everybody's on their computer all day. Yeah, that's true. Okay. So they send out those uh, deals for advertising and what have you. That's okay. one of their main ways they promote their business. They're the all fourth right. largest direct mailer in that in that category in the U.S. Uh-huh. So would it work for millennials? Sure. I think so, yeah. All right. One of the neat... One of the neat things about being a student of marketing, you know, is get to see a lot of different things for a lot of different businesses, you know, where a lot of people, if they're stuck in one industry, say a building contractor, been in the same industry for 25 years, and all they know is just one way to do their marketing. So by being a student, they would have no idea of how an Australian dentist markets his products or a car dealer in Japan. One of the things one of my mentors, Jay Abraham, says, basically, all you're in the, if you're in the same industry, you're standing around like you're in a daisy circle. Every daisy chain, everybody's looking in. The breakthrough comes from an outside source. So you have to be willing to look outside of your industry to learn how to market. And you can take what they're doing and transport that into your business, and that will really help you. Okay. Okay. Wow. Okay, so looking outside and asking other the competition, I, I would have, well, they're not your competition, really, are they? They're your... It's uh, a co-opetition. Co-opetition, okay. Yeah, another great way to get leads is networking. You know, for example, uh, realtors love to network. Mm-hmm. And they go to a networker meeting, and you say to the networker, to the realtor, what do you do? I sell real estate. I don't know about you, but that doesn't sound very exciting to me. No, uh, and usually run the other way, because they're trying to sell you something. <laughs> you know, what, what if we could get that realtor instead to say, I help families buy larger homes than they thought they could afford. Or ah. I can sell any home for top dollar within 29 days, and if I don't, I'll sell that home for free. Do you think that would get more response? I think that's a different approach, and yes, I think that would get more response. Well, sure. You know, say the other way got the realtor one out of ten people. Yeah. If one of these two new sentences got them two, that's a 100% increase in their leads. Mm. You know, and all they did was change one sentence. That's true. So if you take 
you know, with the 30 powerful improved lead generation strategies that I got, you can dramatically increase that. Now, let's take a look at, you know, do you think a 10% using that type of thing would be ultra, ultra conservative? Uh, 10%? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe. No. And don't for, don't forget, we got uh, your networking strategies. We got uh, how to get other businesses, joint ventures to help promote your products. There's a lot of them. So anyways, the second critical area is conversions. You know, mm-hmm. this is where you've got the prospect. They want to buy. Now, what if we could help you to convert 25 or another 10% of those leads? Yeah. You know, and, you know, that would help out a lot of businesses, right? Right. Okay. What I can do is I can help teach powerful marketing and advertising how to write copy, you know, and persuasive scripts so that your clients, are, you know, are almost forced to buy from you, you know, because they look at you, you've got your irresistible offer, and that's more than I sell real estate. You know, you've got an offer that they say, wow, how do you do that? You know, so by helping the small business owner write that compelling marketing and advertising, that gives them a tremendous way to do it. Mm-hmm. And another thing that businesses need is a drip campaign. Mm-hmm. What a drip campaign is, that's a series of communications that you have with your prospects that don't buy. And you do a follow-up. If you're not doing any kind of a follow-up, you're leaving a ton of money on the table. And, you know, we tell people they need to do a minimum of six follow-ups. Here's a, a study I mm-hmm. came across a little while ago. Procter & Gamble did an independent study of how many times their uh, prospects had to see their advertising before they bought their products. In 1998, it was eight times. In 2011, they did the same study again. That jumped to 90 times, 9-0. Wow. In 2016, it jumped to 120 times. Now, I don't know too many small businesses that can afford to be doing that type of throw mud against the wall and hope some sticks marketing. Exactly. You have to... You have to be specific. You know, go after your target market. Don't go after anybody that's got a pulse and a wallet because that's going to cost you a ton of money and you're going to get very, very frustrated and you're not going to go anywhere. Do you, so, did they did they mention in the study or do you know what caused the it? I mean, that's a, to me, that's a dramatic increase in contacts. Happened? Is it what because happens of with that, technology? Carla? Yeah, go ahead. What happens with that is they just blanket everything, right? They mm-hmm. got your newspaper ads, your radio, your TV. I tell people newspapers are good for two things: lion and bird cages and swat and flies. Ninety-eight percent <laughs> of the people that read the paper aren't your ideal client, but you're paying for that ad to go to right. all those people. Right. So with your ad going out to those, you know, say the paper's got 100,000 subscribers, you're paying for a lot of space that nobody's going to see or read. That's where, like Procter & Gamma, when they do stuff like that in the big companies, that's what happens. Okay. 
So, oh, no. so you're really saying I really have to know my niche or, or understand the client or customer base I'm trying to reach, and then I should focus on that. Well, sure. If, if you focus on the people that know you, like you, and, you know, that use your product or service, you know, rather than trying to get anybody and everybody, you're a lot farther ahead, right? Right. Yeah. So you mentioned you mentioned quickly joint venture. And I just wonder, I mean, I was curious about that in terms of what should a business, why should a business do that? Why would that be beneficial to a business? What I tell people is, uh, especially if they're, like, say, a, a lady that I dealt with a couple years ago, she was in the, uh, she does printing, and she's an event planner. Okay. And she was busy telling me that she just gave her leads away to everybody. And when I first talked to her, this would be three years ago now, I said to her, you should start charging like 10%. So if you're doing a wedding and you recommend a florist, you get 10% of whatever that feels worth, or the print shop or whatever. Oh, no, geez, no, I can't do that. So I saw her a couple years later, and she said to me, you're right, I've been giving away a ton of referrals, and I'm not getting anything back. Mm-hmm. So I said, if you started like a 10% referral fee, so a wedding cake, for example, is $3,000. Right. So if she gets 10%, that's 300 bucks. The printing is 1000 She could get 100 Now, what happens if she just got... 12 cakes a year, and she got, uh, say, 12 business cards deals. That's an additional $40,000, roughly, that she's putting in her pocket just okay. from giving out those referrals or collecting those referrals. And that's all through a joint venture. I, I did not think of joint venture in that way. I guess I was thinking of two businesses coming together, working toward the same goal, but sure. what I'm hearing is that you are, you're basically sure. working with each other. Uh, sure. like and you joint. You, yeah, go ahead. Cut you off there. You know, a joint venture is dealing with two businesses dealing with the same client. Okay. Right. You're selling different products or services. Okay. So the That's event nice. planner, for example, she's helping uh, with the wedding. So she's dealing with the bride. Now the wedding cake people. I got to deal with the bride. The mm-hmm. printer's got to deal with the bride, right? Mm-hmm. So everybody's dealing with the mm-hmm. same client. Okay. That okay. makes an effective joint venture. Now, some joint ventures are going to be short-term. Some are going to be longer. Okay. But if you take, like all the different businesses, say, for example, that you deal with, if you'd set up a Lisa, uh, deal where, hey, you could hook up people from one industry to another and you've got just a small percentage of it, that could really help uh, generate you a lot of extra income for a year. Would that be right? That'd be true. There you go. Yep. Okay. No. All right. No. And I just wanted to ask you that question. So I'm, so go ahead, John. You were talking about drip campaign. I think yep. you started. Yeah. Yeah. So now, you know, the big question is your conversion rate. You know, do you think with some of these strategies that it would be hard to uh, increase just 10%? Again, if you were using, like, the drip campaign, the JVs, and these other strategies, do you think that would be a difficult deal? Uh, I'm not sure. Can you tell our, our audience what a drip campaign is? 
Sure, that's your drip campaign. That's a series of follow-up communications. It's okay. usually email or direct mail, and that's for people that have a bot. You know, and this is where I said before I got into the Procter & Gamble that you yeah. need to follow up with your people. Mm-hmm. And if you're not following up with them, you're leaving a ton of money on the table. Okay. Okay. Now, you know, and by the way, a drip campaign can add 40% to your bottom line. Just mm. to give you some numbers there. So okay. if we looked at that, a conversion rate, say we only got 10% of those. And in our example, I was using 25%. So do you think we could go to 27.5? you think that would be a big jump? Uh, maybe not. Maybe not. Okay. You know, okay. If, let's say we just started with our 250 customers, you know, and now at that 27.5, now you're at 302 clients. You know, and if we could increase our number of transactions from the example I use from 10 to 11, you know, that's just a, a 10% increase or one, right? Right. So now what happens, you know, and if these extra clients, if they came in, that's 100 clients, you know, that are two clients, you know, you're, you're adding an additional two leads a month or, uh, sorry, 100 leads a year or two a week. So, you know, you're not going overboard on your total numbers there, right? Right. So now, and if they go from spending $100 to $110, that's going to increase your revenue from 302000 to 332000 335000 That's going to give you a big chunk of change. Here's one. Uh, florist, you know, now, us guys, when there comes a, an event... You know, we're usually running out to the flowers shop or the jewelry store or whatever, the last minute to grab a gift for the other half, right? So right. what would happen if a florist come along and said, uh, guys, you come in here once a year and we can set up five special days called, uh, what do they call it here? Lover of the year. So what you do is you go in there and you could arrange five different flower flower packages. You got one for Valentine's Day, Mother's Day, your anniversary, your birthday, and a just thinking of you day. You know, and the guy gets, you know, there's flowers picked out. There's a gift that uh, she'll treasure forever. There's a nice card, personally, hand, or you know, handwritten card with a nice note on it. Right. Now, that florist has sold that guy five times a year, right, instead of just right. once. The florist can also come along and finance the whole thing, put it on the guy's credit card at a reasonable rate, so now the guy doesn't have to worry at that last minute rushing out the door. Mm. He's, out, he's got it, and boom. Mm-hmm. He went from buying once a year, possibly, to five times a year. Now, the other thing with that, do you think that guy is going to share with his buddies about the great deal he got? You know, yeah. He's going to be He's going to be strutting around like he's King Tut. Right. So that flor- that florist has just more than doubled their revenue. And that simple strategy could be set up for any business in any industry. You know, that's a simple strategy to do. Okay. Wow. So that, that's, that's great if you could do that and, uh, uh, and actually see the results turn around pretty quickly. 
you know, we're going to take our second break and uh, John, you'll come back and uh, you'll tell us a little bit about um, uh, why not stick with one thing and do it well. And I'm thinking about that as it relates to expanding the product or or, um, uh, service offering offerings. Um, Can I over expand or over offer? Uh, is, is there a balance and how do I find that so we'll talk about we'll talk more about that when we come back from the break become our friend on Facebook post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline visit facebook.com forward slash voice America the Voice America Live Events Channel is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single-day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480 294 6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com. Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com. Voice America is where you are and where you want to be. Join us around the globe as we broadcast live from some of the most interesting events available. Don't forget to view all our live events, including on-demand access to past events that you may have missed by visiting voiceamerica.com forward slash live events. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. tuned into from the inside out to reach carla walker or her guest today call us at 1-888-346-9141 that's 1-888-346-9141 you may also send an email to carla walker from the inside out at gmail.com now back to the show Hey, welcome back. We're in our last segment. We're here with our uh, guest, business strategist John Allen. He's talking about strategies to uh, help your business grow and, and expand. And uh, as we were going into the break, one of the things that I asked him to talk about was uh, why why not just stick with one product and uh, and do that very well? And why what's the need to expand a product or expand your services? And and can you over expand? Or, or over offer a product? How do you find that balance? So, John, you have to put out there. Yeah, Carl, I'll be glad to. One of the things that uh, I recommend to the people that I work with is something I call bundling. The, and a prime example that everybody understands is McDonald's restaurant. You go in there to get a burger, the first thing they do is you want fries with that. Okay? That's called uh, an upsell. And a cross-sell is, you know, that, sorry, a cross-sell is do you want fries with that? The upsell is, I don't know if they still do it, haven't been to McDonald's in years, do you want to upsize that? 
just to give you an idea of what that can mean to your business, in 2012 or 13, I'm not sure which year, McDonald's Worldwide did $27 billion. Mm. Now, they figure $9 billion of that came from, do you want fries with that? Mm. So, that take a look at McDonald's Corporation. Just by combining two products, bundling, mm-hmm. they can charge more for it. It's cheaper than buying each individually. Mm-hmm. But you can dramatically increase your prices by doing that. Mm. One of the things I'd like to get into now, because I know we're getting short of time, is yeah. price. Okay. Price is one of the least understood things in businesses. Most small businesses are afraid to raise their price. Oh, mm-hmm. God, I can't raise my price because nobody will buy it. Right. And let me ask you this, Carla. Do you drive the cheapest car that's out there? Uh, no, I don't. Obviously, then, price wasn't the super big factor. You wanted a few extra luxuries and specialties, right? That's true. That's true. Do you quit buying gas when gas goes up? I wish I could, but I can't. No. (laughs) (laughs) Do you quit buying groceries when groceries go up? No. No. Okay. So price, you know, yes, we may be price conscious, but price isn't the biggest thing. People buy value. Again, I said it earlier, people will pay twice as much for four times the perceived value. Mm -hmm. So here's something on price. If you have a widget that you're selling for $100 and -hmm. your net profit is $30, if you discount that 10% or take it down to $90 and you need to make $1,000, you have to sell 50% more at that 10% discount than you did at when you were selling it at $100. Mm-hmm. Now, the only way that discounts work, and I don't know about down there in the U.S., but a 10% discount doesn't turn anybody's crank up here in Canada. Yeah. And I'm sure you'll agree that a 10% discount won't get you 50% more customers. I agree. That's, that's you know, most, taxes. <laughs> yeah, most businesses are 25 to 50% discounts, and yeah. then they wonder why they're going broke. Right. But... What happens if you raise that price 10%? That 10% becomes pure profit. And there's two ways you can raise prices. You can uh-huh. uh, tell the people why you had to raise your price. You know, your suppliers raise their prices. Yeah. I'm sure the U.S. is like Canada. Every year prices go up. There's no yeah. big surprise. So if your prices go up, nobody's going to get all excited, and especially at 10%. Yeah. So if you're looking at that $10, that extra $10 you just raised, that becomes pure profit. Yeah. Now, if you want to make that same $1,000, instead of having to sell 33 and a third at the $100, now you only have to sell 25 That's a big profit increase. You know, mm-hmm. And one of the easiest ways to increase your price is just raise them. Mm. You know? Like I said, when gas goes up, nobody goes in and says, gee, I'm not going to buy your gas till you bring it back down. They say, tough luck. You know, exactly. go someplace else. Their gas right. is higher too. Right. So that, that alone can help you get more money, you know, just by raising your prices. One of the things that uh, I talk to a lot of the people I deal with is don't be the Walmart in your industry. Hmm. What do you mean? If, you're comp- if Walmart's the cheapest place around, right? Yeah. 
Walmart comes into town, they put a lot of small business owners out of business because of price. So you want to do something to make you unique. You want to make do something to make you stand out so that it's a case of, hey, you know, come and deal with me. Because there's a lot of people that will buy the same products Walmart sells. They'll go to another store and pay more money. Why? Because they get better service. There's a better quality. And they feel better about it. So when you do that, you know, just look at doing that. And if you added those 10% for those five areas that we just talked about, mm-hmm. that would bring the profit from 62.5 to $100,400. So that gives you over a hundred grand in profit, almost doubled just using the five strategies that we talked about. Mm-hmm. Now, I know we're running short on time here, so I just want to take a minute, if it's okay, Carla, and go over that unadvertised bonus. Oh, sure. Yeah. Okay. What the unadvertised bonus is that for all of your listeners, I do what I call a 10K challenge. And basically, that's where I can go in in 45 minutes, find anywhere from 10 to 50 to 100K plus in additional revenue in 45 minutes without that business owner having to spend an extra dollar on marketing or advertising. The money they put in their pocket is totally theirs to keep. The reason that I'm doing this, and there is a catch to it, I'm writing a sequel to my book, and my publisher has asked me to come up with some more case studies of how I can find this money for any industry and any business. So. What I'm willing to do is I will go through and do this 45-minute 10K challenge for free for the business owner as long as they allow me to use their results for a case study. Now, How, they also how long have, does this challenge run? How long is this challenge, would you say? 45 minutes. Okay. And it's done over the phone, so there's no traveling or anything like that. Okay. And the other part is there is absolutely no selling done through the during, during this presentation. I'm looking for the results for the book. And okay. the reason for it is I get a case study. Say, for example, I find a daycare, 178000 additional revenue. Mm-hmm. I can then call any daycare in the world and say, hey, I was just uh, going through one of your competitors, XYZ daycare. I found them $178,000 additional revenue. Mm-hmm. And I think I could do the same for you. Would you be interested in talking for 45 minutes? Okay. What are they going to say? No, they don't want the money. <laughs> you know, so in order to take use, uh, to take advantage of this 10K challenge, what I need you to do is send an email to john at changeyourbusinesschangeyourthinking.com. In the subject line, put 10K challenge, and then in the body of it, put in your name, best phone number to reach you at, your time zone, the type of business you're in, and give me two or three days and times that, you know, you'd be available. And then mm-hmm. what we'll do is we'll set up a call, I'll go through and I'll find you 10 to 50K plus guaranteed in 45 minutes. Fair enough? That's fair. Now, John, you're in Eastern time zone, right? Right. Okay. So I'm just, as people are thinking about times or uh, as they're looking at, you know, what time they're available, 
uh, I just want to make let them know what what time zone you're in. So you're in the same time zone as as New York, for example. Yeah, yeah. That's why I asked for time zones because I I make adjustments to the time that the person wants to talk. And you're not asking them to purchase any of your services or uh, there's no obligation to buy anything. This is just a, really a, a research project, if you will, and right. uh, to help uh, in terms of gathering information for your book and by utilizing um, uh, my listeners or as part of their business, then uh, you have... They, they gain. The gain is, is on, on the side of uh, the person who's working with you. Um, and then you gain some inf- vital information for your business. Now, what happens if they don't, if they don't uh, uh, get the uh, 10K in 45 minutes? That, it's virtually child's play. The eight strategies that you see in the book... Yeah, are eight are eight of the strategies that I use to find that uh, 10k for people. Now, okay. if they're in a small business, it might take them a year to get that 10k. You know, they're not going to make it next. Some businesses aren't going to make it next month. Okay. But there's other businesses that you know, depending on the size of what they're and the price of their programs or products or services, they can start making it right away. So just to be clear, we're not talking about you talk to them for 45 minutes and they have the 10K in their pocket. Nope. <laughs> it may, it may t- it's going to take some time using those strategies to get it, but you're saying it, it should generate 10K. Yeah, I'll show them the strategies that they need that will generate the 10K plus for them. Okay. And okay. when I'm going through it, I ask them to write the numbers down so that it's in their writing, not mine. of what these numbers are. Okay. Okay. If they want to contact you, would you give them your email address again? Uh, John, if they have any questions for you, if they want to contact you about this 10K, or what if they want to have any questions about your e-book? Can they contact you as well? Sure. You know, in the e-book, the uh, address for it is in your, right on your Download on your page there, and my contact information is John at Change Your Thinking, Change Your Business, all one word, dot com, and you know in the subject line put 10K, and then in the body their name, the best phone number to reach them at, time zone, and business they're in, along with two or three different dates and times that would work for them. And then I'll contact them, we'll set something up, and we'll go through it. And again, there's absolutely no selling, you know, during that presentation. I'm looking for information for case studies for the book. Okay. Okay. That sounds great. Well, you, you've really just touched on, I think, some of your strategies that, is, that are in the ebook, And also, I know that you have two bonus chapters that are also in there uh, that really outline the five-step formula as well. Uh, so uh, it's a great uh, gift. Uh, thank you for, for that. For my readers, uh, uh, if you go out to my page, uh, voiceamerica.com, uh, from the inside out. Uh, on the Empowerment Channel, and at the bottom of my page, you'll see the link, and you'll be able to get the ebook. 
And uh, then uh, if you're interested in John's 10K challenge, you know, go to John at change your thinking, change your and uh, uh, provide the information John just talked with you about and uh, you'll get connected as well. So this has been really uh, a good conversation. I hope we've been able to um, uh, provide some information or some thoughts for uh, our listeners who are business or entrepreneurs that you didn't think up. I know uh, I know I got some some good tidbits. John, I want to thank you so much for talking with us and uh, providing and sharing uh, your knowledge and and uh, 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 information as a business strategist and uh, just for being in the show. So I really appreciate you. Any last last word you want to say to my listener? Uh, Carl, I just want to thank you for having me on your show. And for any of you that get the book, the con- my contact information is in the book as well. And, you know, I think you'll enjoy it. You'll, it'll help your business grow. And, Carla, I wish you all the success with your audiences. And if there's anything I can do to help you, please let me know, and I'll be glad to help. John, I'll be on the phone. <laughs> Thanks so much for you guys today, my listeners. I really appreciate you. Um, be good to yourselves from the inside out. This is Carla Walker. See you next time. Thank you for listening to From the Inside Out. Be sure to join your host, Carla D. Walker, for another episode of the program next Tuesday at 6 a.m. Pacific Time and 9 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have the best week.